Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glojo podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that has been very true and real for me in my life over the last, especially over the last week, week and a half. I mean, it's been going on for a while, but I'm just going to dive right in. I'm just going for it today. So this episode is about how to deal with conflicting opinions and points of view. And what I'm really going to dive into is the difference between reacting and responding and how we always have a choice how we choose to communicate, how we choose to show up, and how we choose to deal with something at any given moment. So last week, I was out for a walk with one of my dear, dear friends, and we were talking about everything that's going on in the world right now, and especially in Canada and within our local province of BC, where vaccine passports have just been mandated. And there, this is a hot topic, and I'm not going to get into all of that. I'm not an expert there, but what I want to share is my personal experience of navigating the challenging conversations that are coming up and that are a part of our daily life now. So her and I were talking about the vaccine passports. There were definitely the overlaps in our conversation, but there were the differing points of views as well. And it was getting heated. And I know last week, looking back on the conversations I had and some, even some of the decisions I made, I'm like, oh, that was kind of irrational. And I was pretty reactive in the moment. It was during this walk that I had that I thought, okay, this is what I want to talk about on the next episode of the Glojo. And so I've been simmering on it and I actually dug in and I started to do some research and I found some really interesting things. So here I am ready to share and talk about the difference between reacting and responding and why I think it's so important that we have this conversation on these things today, because these are things that are going to help us, you know, right now in the world as things are heated and ever changing and emotions are running high. And in general, I think it's actually a really good thing to just be able to understand the difference between reacting and responding and how we can take responsibility for our communication, for how we show up, for how we treat other people in business, in life, in love, in all the ways. So here we go. (laughs) The difference between reacting and responding. Let's dive into reacting first. Reacting is quick. It's in the moment. It's more impulsive. It's more emotion. And it's actually more 
survival-based. And so think of our fight, flight, or fawn, or fight, flight, or freeze responses that we naturally have. These are true physiological responses that happen to our body. We are human beings with built-in survival instincts that have evolved over time and over the years. Now, these survival instincts are there for a reason. When we feel threatened, when our reality is threatened, when our beliefs are threatened, and like way back in the day, you know, these reactions are there for a reason. These survival instincts have been with us since the dawn of time. It's how we've been able to survive as a human species. And so, of course, these are embedded deeply in us. Now, I do believe that the way these instincts are triggered now in the modern day world is different than in the past. You know, so if we go back to caveman days, well, heck, I mean, that was pretty obvious. If there's like a herd of elephants running towards you or some dangerous animal or some serious environmental hazard going on, you are going to react and you'll go into fight, flight, or freeze. Naturally, these are instincts that are there for a reason. Now, obviously, the society we live in today is really different. We don't have the same environmental threats that we used to. We have new environmental threats now, though that's for sure. And we also have other, I'd say, threats in the form of not feeling safe and secure, but maybe more so emotionally, whether it's conscious or unconscious, we all have beliefs and value systems. And when someone or something challenges these beliefs and values, we naturally go into our defense mode. And so for some people, that might be to fight, that might be to be vocal, to be argumentative, to just to dive in and just have it out with the person they're talking to. Or maybe it's to run. You just want to get the hell out of there. You're like, nope, not for me. I'm turning around and I'm going. And if you're like me, my common response will be to freeze or to go into that mode of almost shutdown where you're not sure what to do and you just kind of freeze. (laughs) And that's where you stay because that's the safest thing for you. Now, obviously, these responses don't always serve us. And I think that right now in the situation that we're living in, we all have our natural reactive responses. And so going back to what is reacting and what does this mean? Um, and I did some research, you know, and I'm going to link to the blog. I'm going to link to the articles that I read for inspiration for um, this episode as well. Just so if you're interested in, in going deeper in this, you can. So again, with reacting, this is from psychology today. They say it's instant. It's driven by beliefs. There are often a lot of biases and a lot of prejudices. And this often comes from the unconscious mind. It is in the moment. And that's that instant reaction. And a lot of times when you're reacting, you're actually not considering the long-term impact or the long-term effects of how the conversation and how what you're saying is going to have on the person you're talking to or the group or the situation. It's a defense mechanism. It's very much the survival instinct that I just talked about. So that's reacting, very charged, very triggering, very heat of the moment, that fiery passion, you could say, even if your fiery passion causes you to kind of like go inwards and shrink, there still is that immediate survival instinct reaction. Okay, so now let's talk about responding. 
So when I was thinking about responding versus reacting, these are the words that started to come to mind. Responding is responsible. You're taking responsibility for your beliefs, for your values, and you're being responsible for communicating those clearly to someone so that they can understand where you're coming from. It's also respectful. I do really believe that when we react, we're not necessarily respecting ourselves or the people that we're connecting with versus when we're responsive. It is thinking about the other person. It's activating this mindful form of communication. There is more calmness. You're often acting more slowly. It it involves the unconscious mind and the conscious mind. And a lot of times this is actually bringing in your core values. Throughout my research for this episode, I was reminded of Victor Frankel. Now, if you don't know who Victor Frankel is, he is a philosopher, an author, a Holocaust survivor, and he was also a psychiatrist. And he is the, he's the author of A Man's Search for Meaning. A Man's Search for Meaning is a book that was inspired by his time in the concentration camp. And it's an incredible read. Um, here's a quote from that book that I want to share. And I think this is very relevant again to the climate that we're living in today, as well as moving through life always. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And so here's what I love. No matter what, we always have a choice in how we are going to show up. We can't control what other people do or how other people choose to react or respond to a situation. We can't control what is oftentimes implemented around us. But what we can control is how we choose to show up, how we choose to respond, and the actions that we take based on the information that we're given. We always have a choice. And so you might be wondering, well, how the hell do I respond? This all sounds good. I do want to be more mindful. I want to be respectful. I want to take into consideration the thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and core values of those around me. How do I do that? The answer is simple, but it's not necessarily easy. Here it is. Are you ready? (laughs) Okay. You pause. You take a moment and you pause. Give yourself time to take a deep breath. (sighs) The power of breath. Breath is powerful. Give yourself 10 seconds. Give yourself a time out. Give yourself time to gather a response. Uh, Give yourself time to gather a thoughtful response. Maybe you need to go outside and go for a walk around the block. Maybe you need to step away from a situation and just have a few minutes to gather your thoughts. You know, I think it's really important to recognize when we are triggered and when we're triggered by someone or by something, that's on us to actually figure out, okay, why is this really triggering for me? And how am I going to deal with this? That's our responsibility. Because again, we cannot determine or control what goes on around us and how other people choose to show up and act, think, behave. What we can do is be responsible for how we choose 
to show up, act, think, and behave. And I know last week I was reactive and I made some stupid decisions. <laughs> so now this week I'm like, all right, I guess it's time to clean some of that up. And that's what I'm working on. So then just to give a few more tips, because I know it's kind of like pause, that's it. And so here's the thing. You also don't want to take too much time because if you pause and you're like, I just need time to process. And then an extraordinary amount of time goes on. It's awkward. It's difficult to revisit. You're rehashing, going back, try to do things more or less in the moment, but be aware and start to get to know this part of you that needs that time, that space, that breather to gather your thoughts. And so this is where know thyself comes into play. So knowing yourself, know that if you get heated in the moment and you're someone who goes for the fight reaction, what can you do to take a step back and calm yourself down and gather your thoughts and remember that you are talking to another living, breathing human being who's having their own complex human experience like yourself. And so if you're someone who's quick to react, what are some of the strategies that you can do? Is it pausing? Is it breathing? Is it going for a walk? Kind of doing something active to move that energy um, and to move those emotions. Is it a mantra that you say to yourself or you remind yourself? And then if you're someone who has the tendency to just run and want to get the hell out of Dodge, well, what can you do? In that case, is it when you feel, feel yourself, you know, starting to turn and look over your shoulder? Where the heck can I go to? You know, is it catching that feeling, that discomfort in the moment that makes you just want to crawl out of your skin or run the opposite direction? How can you be present with that? And how can you actually learn to sit in that discomfort? And I often think, you know, I do believe that Life is full of uncomfortable moments and we can choose to be present with them and accept them, feel them and move through them to get to the other side. Or we can choose to ignore them. We can choose to numb them. We can choose to insert all sorts of unhealthy coping mechanisms to deal with them, which I have definitely done. And at the end of the day, you're still left with the same thing. And so this is really an opportunity for you to get to know yourself, get to know your responses and choose different. And then the last one, if you're someone who freezes, if you avoid conflict, if you don't like confrontation, what can you do to support yourself? Again, I think no matter what, it's always pausing. Pause and take a deep breath. Collect your thoughts. I personally, I've started keeping notes in my phone. I mean, I have so many notes in my phone, but there are certain sentences that I'll write in there. There are certain messages to myself that I'll write in there, like reminders. If this happens, do this. Because it's in the moment when we're triggered, it's really hard to be resourceful and to remember what to do. So the more that we can really tune in to who we are and what our responses are, and then figure out how we can support ourselves when we are in those unresourceful states, the easier it's going to be because you're setting yourself up for success before it happens. You're preparing yourself so that there's this part deep within you that's like, oh yeah, you actually know this and you know what to do. Go check out your phone note. And so I encourage you, if you're listening to this, to really sit with this and identify what is your, your reaction mode? What is your go-to? And how can you set yourself up for success in the future? 
to communicate differently, to deal with this differently and to work through it? How can you set yourself up to be someone who responds to a situation versus reacts? I'm also being reminded of the Stephen Covey quote right now. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. This was one of the first, we'll say professional or maybe it's personal development books that I read and it was in my early 20s and it's The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. And for whatever reasons, that quote has always stuck with me. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. I don't know about you, but I think back to so many conversations that I've had and I'll just have this strong, innate, impulsive urge to be like, yeah, but listen to me, listen to me. This is what I think. Can't you see this other point of view or this other perspective? This urge was a lot more intense when I was younger, but it it's still there in certain ways. And I always, now I like to take a deep breath, ground and center myself and be open and be curious. Curiosity is one of my core values. I believe that if you live life through the lens of curiosity, you're going to learn so much about people and the world and what makes, you know, the world go round and people tick. And this is going to help you learn and grow as an individual as well. And so the seek first to understand, then to be understood. If you have the perspective of wanting to truly be present and to be open and to be curious, to understand where that person is coming from, I believe that this is going to benefit you in so many ways. It's so easy to think we're right, or I know better than you, or I have more experience than you, or yeah, but. And that's not always the case. (laughs) You know, I think that oftentimes we can have a lot of knowledge, we can have a lot of experience, but when we show up with the perspective and the attitude of I'm right, I know better than you, and that's it, it's actually harmful to ourselves because we're we're not being open. We're being closed off and we are just saying, nope, not ready. I don't want to grow. I don't want to continue to learn. I don't want to evolve. I'm happy the way I am. And maybe that's you. Maybe that's truly you. And if that's you, then that's your journey. But if you're listening to this, for whatever reasons, if you are listening to this right now, I think that there's And I hope that there's some what I call glowing nuggets of wisdom for you to take away and implement in your life. And so to summarize, as you move forward in life, in this current state of the world, and just in general, as you move forward in life, I'm inviting you to practice responding versus reacting and to take the time to get to know yourself and to understand your natural responses and behavior. And then to take a look at that and figure out how do you want to respond? How do you want to react? How do you want to show up in certain situations? And then what are the things you can do to set yourself up for success to make that possible? All right. As we move forward throughout this week, Let's all remember, we cannot control what goes on around us, but we can control how we choose to show up, how we choose to think, act, and behave, and the decisions that we make. And with that, thank you for tuning in. I hope you found this episode valuable. If you did, please go head over to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, 
Hopefully it's a five-star one. Leave a written review. I love seeing how these episodes impact you and help you. If you're not already on my newsletter, head over to theglojo.com to sign up and get on the weekly newsletter where I share information about the podcast and other things. We can connect on Instagram at Leanne Kalal and at our new Instagram account at theglojo. Lastly, if you have enjoyed this and if you know someone who would benefit from this message, please pass it along. It is free to share and word of mouth is always the greatest compliment. Thank you for being here. I'm sending you much love and I'm grateful for being on this journey with you. Bye for now.